This is Father Kevin Hale with a homily for the third Sunday of Lent, the 15th of March. I've received any number of amusing items on social media over the last couple of weeks, sending up the anxieties of some sectors of the community about the non-availability of certain products. In the present crisis, one of the things that seems to be most worrying the population is whether we'll have enough of the basics like food and water, if a complete lockdown occurs. Our bodies can go for days, even weeks, without food, but without water, we would simply die. Our souls are the same as our bodies in this regard. Without the supernatural life that comes from God, without the waters of baptism, we cannot live the spiritual life, the divine life. One of the seven last words Jesus spoke on the cross was Sitzio, I thirst. The Sisters of Charity of St. Mother Teresa have that one word written under the crucifix in their chapels. It's a reminder that their tending to the most needy is a caring for Christ. It's a quenching of his thirst. But it has a deeper meaning expressed in the Gospel today. Jesus thirsts for our faith. And our human and spiritual thirst can only be satisfied in him. The Samaritan woman asked for a drink. In return, Jesus offered her a faith which would be a living water within her, springing up to eternal life. Jesus meets this woman at a well. And in the well, and in the Bible rather, wells are often places where people meet, where they find their future spouse, and fall in love. So what is being proposed here by St John is the marriage of Jesus with the human race. The Samaritan woman symbolises all of us whom he wants to wed. He is the bridegroom and we are the bride to use that imagery. St Augustine identifies wells in the Bible as being symbolic of our desires. We are all wired for God, we are ordered to God. But then we seek satisfaction of that deepest longing through worldly things, through created goods, and we become addicted to them. We go back to the well of money, pleasure, power and honour every day. We drink from that well, but we get thirsty again. None of that, good though it may be, is God. None of it is meant to satisfy us ultimately. That woman came day after day in the heat of the sun, drawing water painfully from the well. It's a symbol of all of us who are seeking for love and fulfilment in the wrong places. What Jesus is offering is water that will never run out and which will quench our thirst definitively. That is the divine life, eternal life. Now, we are all meant to see ourselves as the woman at the well, thirsty and wanting to quench our thirst. But what is the well we keep going back to? It's a good exercise for us in Lent to name the well that you go to, where you seek satisfaction again and again, but where you don't find it. Once the woman has been drawn in by the gracefulness of Jesus and his invitation, 
Then she's ready to hear the truth about herself. We're all sinners. Maybe not in the same way this woman was, but nonetheless, we are sinners. Once we hear his invitation, we know that we have to change. And he leads her then to see that she must worship God in spirit and in truth, because worship is at the centre of the whole Bible. Sin is bad worship, because I have placed something other than God at the centre of my concerns. And that's why we go back to the well over and over again. That's why we get caught in the rhythms of addictive desire. Whereas what Jesus offers is true worship in spirit and in truth. He wants our hearts and our minds aligned to his heart and his mind. He wants us to fill that, whatever we seek, with nothing other than himself. Now, she, the woman, is beginning to get this and senses that this strange figure by the well might be the Messiah. And Jesus says, I who am speaking to you, I am he. So Jesus echoes Exodus 3.14 when God said, I am who I am. God has come into the flesh and now it's time for marriage. Now it's time for right worship and getting your whole life ordered according to him. Then you will find water welling up in you to eternal life. And this story is about every one of us listening to this today. How do we get our lives properly ordered? We marry him. We listen to him. We draw from the living water he offers. So as we continue our pilgrimage through Lent, we anticipate the celebration of the Annunciation of the Lord on the 25th of March, the day of the rededication of England to our Blessed Lady. Let's ask the woman of faith, the mother of the Messiah, to lead us through the present perils to the pure and living water, which is Jesus, her son. Let us pray. O God, author of every mercy and of all goodness, who in fasting, prayer and almsgiving have shown us a remedy for sin, Look graciously on this confession of our lowliness, that we who are bowed down by our conscience may always be lifted up by your mercy. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.